Welcome to another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And in this episode, I will be doing an NFL weekend recap from all the games that happened in the NFL from Saturday's action as well as Sunday's action. So starting off with Saturday, the Buffalo Bills won 48-19 to over the Denver Broncos. The Buffalo Bills are 11-3, first in their division. The Broncos are 5-9, third in their division. Some of the notable stats, Josh Allen, 359 passing yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Zach Moss led the rushing attack, and then Stephon Diggs led the receiving attack with over 100 yards receiving. And then the Broncos, uh, the notable I guess statistic in in their game for an individual player among every other player that they have is Melvin Gordon had two touchdowns in the rushing game, uh, led their rushing attack. Drew Locke had over 100 yards passing, one touchdown. And then Noah Fant led the receiving game with 68 yards and one touchdown. So not a real shock here as far as the result of this game. The Broncos are kind of going through a transition period and definitely having some ups and downs in their season. But in some games, they have stayed competitive. Um, Most recently, they stayed competitive against the Chiefs, but they lost. And nobody likes a moral victory, so anybody wants to win. But uh, they're just trying to see what they got. And on the flip side for the Bills, they continue to play really well, be one of the better teams in the AFC and therefore in the NFL. So uh, that was a very good win for them. Josh Allen keeps playing like great. Uh, as far as this year, I would say you could c- comfortably say a, a very, really good quarterback, great quarterback this year, uh, and, and definitely uh, doing a really nice job uh, for the Bills. And then in the next game on Saturday, the second of two games, the Green Bay Packers defeated the Carolina Panthers. 24 to 16. This one was one where the Packers had control for the whole first half and then the second half. The Packers and on NFL Network uh, post game availability with um, the co- commentators on there, Aaron Rodgers, and I'm paraphrasing here basically, was not very pleased with the way that they played in the second half because they know that, with all due respect to the Panthers, the Panthers are a struggling team. With the loss, they're four and ten. They're not going to make the playoffs. Fourth in their division, the Packers are eleven and three, the first seed in the NFC and one of the better teams in the NFL as a whole. And uh, at the top of their division, so Rodgers and the players hold themselves to a very high standard, and uh, they know that they need to play better on uh, the second half. Although the old adage in sports is a win is a win, and that held true in this one. They were able to get it done. And another clutch, one of many clutch kicks by Mason Crosby uh, to make the game a two-score game at the very end uh, with a very uh, nice uh, field goal uh, to to give the Packers the two-score advantage, as I mentioned. And Matt Rule, the coach for the Panthers, not a horrible strategy at the end with trying to – score before before the the two minute warning and uh cut the game in half uh i've always been a a big proponent in those situations of if you can try and take that line line of thinking kind of kick the field goal 
make it a one score game and then go about trying to get the other score um, before the game ends. But there's also the side of things where you want to try and score a touchdown because you want as little of points to make up at the end. But the Panthers were down to one timeout and they needed to use kind of a built-in timeout with the two-minute warning and uh, try and get the ball back. But when you're facing an offense as good as the Packers with Aaron Rodgers and company, it's not likely that that you're going to stop that. Uh, More times than not, the Packers are going to convert and they they were able to uh, put the game on ice. Uh, which is one of the many reasons why they are the team that they are, a very good team, that's for sure. As far as some notable statistics, Aaron Rodgers over 100 yards passing, one touchdown. So Carolina actually did pretty well against Aaron Rodgers. They do have a younger defense uh, with Derek Brown, Jeremy Chin, uh, Brian Brian Burns, and then a bunch of other uh, really solid players, but those are most notable young players as they're kind of trying to transition period with their franchise. So uh, I believe today the news came out from NFL Network and ESPN that uh, they they uh, relieved their GM of their duties. So uh, that that was another kind of notable thing that, that came about today. But uh, Aaron Jones led the Packers in rushing, over 100 yards rushing, 145 yards uh, to be precise, and a touchdown. And then Alan Lazard led them in receiving. And then Teddy Bridgewater... He went over 200 yards passing. Mike Davis led their rushing attack. And then DJ Moore over 100 yards in the receiving game. A very nice win for the Packers as they move ahead in their season to a game against the Tennessee Titans on Sunday Night Football. So that will be a very good game. It should be on hand uh, coming up uh, on Sunday. So in Sunday's action this past week from yesterday the Houston Texans lost to the Indianapolis Colts 27 to 20 the Texans are 4 and 10 third in their division while the Colts are 10 and 4 second in their division that is the same division the AFC South as far as some statistics Deshaun Watson over 300 yards passing two touchdowns David Johnson led their rushing attack David Johnson also led their receiving attack and then uh, for the Colts, Phillip Rivers, over 200 yards passing, two touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, the former Badger star from his days in college, led their rushing attack. And then Zach Pascal, uh, two touchdowns and led their receiving attack. Not a huge surprise here. Uh, the Colts are a playoff team. The Texans are not a playoff team. So the Texans did a nice job keeping the game close, but the uh, Colts uh, ultimately got the win. And then in the next game, the Tennessee Titans defeated the Detroit Lions. The Titans are 10 and 4, first in their division, while the Lions are 5 and 9, fourth in their division. Some notable statistics from this game Matthew Stafford, over 200 yards passing, one touchdown. DeAndre Swift led their rushing attack, uh, two touchdowns there. And then Marvin Jones, over 100 yards and a touchdown in the receiving game. The Titans had. Ryan Tannehill, who threw for three touchdowns and rushed for two touchdowns, over 200 yards for him. Derrick Henry did Derrick Henry things. Uh, One of the better running backs in the league had over 100 yards rushing and a touchdown. And then Corey Davis, over 100 yards receiving a touchdown. Not a huge shocker here. The Titans are a playoff team. The Lions are not. The Lions 
early on in the game, kind of kind of hung in there as, as far as keeping the game close. But uh, the Titans ultimately were able to extend their lead even more and, and win pretty convincingly. And then in the next game, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeated the Atlanta Falcons. The Buccaneers are 9-5, and five, second in the NFC South. The Falcons are 4-10, third in the NFC South. The score of that game was 31 to 27. The Falcons, I guess you could comfortably say they recently have blown some leads as far as they've been up in games and, and then they've they've uh, let the not let the team, but the team has earned their comeback, but let kind of allowed the team to get back into the game. And uh the Buccaneers ultimately were 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 able to get the job done. So uh they Definitely are one of the better teams in the NFC. The Tom Brady-led passing attack, 390 yards passing, two touchdowns, and then Leonard Fournette led the rushing attack, and Mike Evans over 100 yards in the receiving game. Antonio Brown uh, also had a touchdown, his first touchdown since his uh, signing with the Buccaneers, Uh, so that was good for their sake to see that out of Antonio. And then Matt Ryan over 300 yards passing. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. Edo Smith led their rushing attack. Calvin Ridley, one of the many fantastic young receivers, over 100 yards receiving and a touchdown. Not a huge surprise here. Again, another instance of a playoff team going against a non-playoff team, and the playoff team was able to get it done. The next game, the Ravens defeated the Jaguars 40-14. to The Ravens are... Nine and five. The Jaguars are one and thirteen. The Jaguars haven't won since week one. The Ravens are third in their division. The Jaguars are fourth in their division. The Ravens are still in the playoff hunt as far as trying to get a and as a wild card team. Lamar Jackson over two hundred yards passing, three touchdowns, one interception. J.K. Dobbins led the rushing efforts and. Marquise Hollywood Brown led the receiving efforts for the Ravens, and then on the flip side for. The Jaguars, Gardner Minshew, over 200 yards passing. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. James Robinson led the rushing attack. And DJ Shark led the receiving attack. So the Ravens are, if they continue to play well and continue to win games, they should be in the playoffs. And the Jaguars are a non-playoff team. So another instance of a playoff, potentially playoff-worthy team, beating a non-playoff-worthy team. And then in the next game... The Dolphins defeated the Patriots 22-12. to Patriots, for the first time in many, many seasons, I believe since 2008, if my memory serves correctly, uh, they will not be in the playoffs their first year without Tom Brady. And uh, they tried the Cam Newton uh, ordeal. Cam Newton did his best. Uh, he's a talented QB, but they weren't, weren't able to get it done as far as getting into the playoffs. And uh, they will not be in the playoffs this year. The Dolphins, uh, nine and five, second. They likely will be in the playoffs. Uh, they they look uh, to be heading that way. Tua Tagovailoa for the Dolphins, over 100 yards passing, leading them there. No touchdowns, one interception. Salvin Ahmed led the rushing attack with a touchdown, and then in the receiving game, Durham Smythe led them in receiving, and then for the Patriots. Cam Newton, 209 yards passing. Sony Michelle leading them in rushing. And then J. 
Jacoby Myers leading them in receiving. So Patriots will not make the playoffs and they lost uh, and then to get eliminated. And then the Dolphins got the win on that matchup. And then in the next game, the Chicago Bears defeated the Minnesota Vikings to keep their slim playoff hopes alive, 33-27. to The Bears 7-7, second in the NFC North. The Vikings, they are 6-8, third in the NFC North. The Bears, uh, Mitchell Trubisky led, uh, was their quarterback. Obviously, he threw for over 200 yards passing. One touchdown, one interception. David Montgomery, over 100 yards. In the rushing game, two touchdowns. Allen Robinson, as he does in most games for the Bears, led them in receiving. Kirk Cousins on the flip side for the Vikings, over 200 yards passing. Two touchdowns, one interception. Dalvin Cook, over 100 yards rushing in and touchdown. Justin Jefferson, one of the many fantastic young receivers in the NFL, a rookie receiver, led them in receiving over 100 yards. And then in the next game, Seattle over Washington, 20 to 15. Seattle is 10 and Four, Washington is six and eight. Uh, both teams are at first in their respective divisions. Seattle, Russell Wilson, over 100 yards passing. One touchdown, one interception. Chris Carson led them in rushing. DK Metcalf led them in receiving. Washington, Dwayne Haskins, since Alex Smith couldn't go due to, due to injury, led the quarterback efforts, 295 yards passing. Two touchdowns, or rather one touchdown, two interceptions, and then J.D. McKissick led them in rushing, and in the receiving game, Logan Thomas led them in receiving. And then in the next game, the Cowboys defeated the Niners 41-33. to Cowboys 5-9, third in the NFC East. The Niners 5-9, fourth in the NFC West. Zeke Elliott it came up before the game from ESPN NFL Network that he couldn't be able to go, so Tony Pollard led them in rushing. Uh, two touchdowns, 69 yards rushing. Andy Dalton, uh, two, over 200 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions. And then CeeDee Lamb led them in receiving. The Niners, Nick Mullins, over 200 yards passing, led their quarterback efforts uh, with two touchdowns, two interceptions. And then Raheem Mostert led them in rushing, and Kendrick Bourne led them in receiving. And then in the next game, the shocker of the day, the Jets getting it done for their first victory of the season over the Rams, 23-20. to The Jets are 1-13, fourth in their division. The Rams are 9-5, second in their division. Some of the notable statistics from this one, Sam Darnold over 200 yards passing, one touchdown. Frank Gore, 59 yards rushing, one touchdown. Jamison Crowder led them in receiving. For the Rams, Jared Goff, over 200 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception. Cam Akers led them in rushing, and Tyler Higby led the receiving efforts for the Rams. And then in the next one, the Cardinals over the Eagles. The Cardinals were able to get it done. They are 8-6, and six, uh, keeping their playoff hopes alive, as if they went out, they should get in, uh, but they have to control uh, their business first. And then uh, the Eagles are 4-9-1, fourth in their division. The Cardinals are third in their division. But with the expanded playoffs due to COVID, uh, they have an all right chance of getting in if they continue to do well the rest of the season. The Eagles, Jalen Hurts, ever since he took over for Carson Wentz, he's looked pretty good. He's done a nice job passing the ball, rushing the ball. He's a young quarterback from Oklahoma, Alabama from college. And uh, so far, I mean, I know it's early. There's been some quarterback cases where their young quarterbacks, they've shown really well early, and then they've kind of stumbled later in their career. So 
I don't want to speak too soon, but Hurts, if he keeps it up, he is definitely a very solid quarterback. He uh, can do it with his legs. He can do it with his arm. And he's uh, shown very well early on. So uh, he'll look to keep momentum going forward the rest of the season. Miles Sanders led them in rushing. Zach Ertz led them in receiving. And then on the flip side for the Cardinals, Kyler Murray, over 400 yards passing, three touchdowns, one interception. And Chase Edmonds led the rushing attack. Kyler Murray also had a rushing touchdown. And then DeAndre Hopkins, as he does uh, for the Cardinals, most games since he came to the Cardinals, led them in receiving. As the Eagles, uh, Carson Wentz is now a backup. I'm I'm uh, paraphrasing here, but uh, he wasn't very happy. Understandably, that he isn't that he's making all that money and he's a backup. He has a competitor's mindset. He wants to be out there, but for the Eagles' sake, he hasn't produced when he's out there. So you have to kind of weigh the two options and maybe see what Hurts has got as a rookie. And so far, he's shown very well, and uh, that's kind of how it's going for uh, the Eagles' situation there. And then. The next game, another one of the better games on Sunday, the Chiefs defeated the Saints 32-29. to The Chiefs 13-1, first in their division. The Saints 10-4, first in their division. The Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, over 200 yards passing, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire unfortunately was hurt, so Le'Veon Bell the rest of the season will lead their rushing attack in addition to others. As Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, I believe, has an injury. will keep him out the rest of the year, according to ESPN and NFL Network. So uh, hopefully they'll get him back for the playoffs. But uh, unfortunately, he got hurt. And then Travis Kelsey led them in receiving. And then Drew Brees in his return from injury, over 200 yards passing, three touchdowns, one interception. Alvin Kamara led them in rushing. And Emmanuel Sanders led them in receiving. And then in the last game, the nightcap on Sunday Night Football, the Browns uh, defeated the Giants 20-6. The Browns are 10-4, second in their division. The Giants are 5-9, third in their division. The Browns, Baker Mayfield, over 200 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Nick Chubb leading the rushing efforts, and then Rashard Higgins leading the receiving efforts. And then on the flip side for the Giants, Colt McCoy, over 200 yards passing, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Alfred Morris led the rushing attack, and Darius Slayton led the receiving attack. So the Browns are playing very good football, and the Giants kind of a few weeks ago had some playoff chances as far as being still alive in the NFC East, but those kind of have dwindled. I'm not for sure if they're eliminated technically from playoff contention, but they have slim hopes. As far as trying to get in, they have to overtake the Washington football team. And we'll kind of see what happens as far as the winner of that division. But that's kind of how uh, things have went there. So that about do it, though, for another edition of Big A Sports Show. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If you missed any of my previous episodes, go back in my episode archive uh, where all my episodes are posted for uh, Big A Sports Show. You can just search it. It's available anywhere you get your podcast. And then I hope that you enjoy all of my episodes coming up as I try to hit a wide variety of sports topics for my podcast. 
And I thank you all, as always, for listening. If you want to continue to spread the word about my show, you can continue to spread the word about my show. I'm always looking for as many consistent listeners as possible. The listening support so far has been great. And I hope that it gets even better. And uh, if you want to continue to uh, subscribe, if you're not already subscribed, uh, then you can definitely do that uh, if you want to. Otherwise, if you want to continue to track down my show, for my podcast, like you've been doing, that is perfectly fine too. But uh, another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Manhandel, and I look forward to talking with you all again on my next podcast. But until we talk again, have a great rest of your day. <laughs>